You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back to wrap things up with you on a Monday. Larry Bluestein, Danny G, right to the top of the hour. And uh, as we make our segue back into college football last Saturday, kind of opened more eyes uh, of what the University of Miami has and what's going to happen this year as they continue to build for the future. Uh, somebody who's right on top of it every single day, Adam Lichtenstein from the South Florida Sun Sentinel. He's kind of enough to join us. Happy birthday, Adam, and thanks so much for joining us. Thanks thanks for having me on, and thank you for, for the happy birthday wishes. Yep. Uh, tough uh, Saturday, uh, no doubt. I think everybody, uh, no matter if you were at home watching, were at the game or in the press box, it was that stunned look to everybody's face that Miami came out flat and stayed that way. Talk about that. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, it was hard to watch. I mean, there have been people who've been watching Hurricanes football a lot longer than me who, you know, they're saying this is one of the worst losses in in years. You know, I mean, you talk about the FIU loss a few years ago, but, like, it was just really hard to watch. Just nothing was working for them for most of the game. And then, like, it seemed like every time something positive happened and it might get a little juice, a little momentum going, uh, Middle Tennessee would come right back and, you know, they'd get a turnover or a stop or, might you know, they would score another, you know, they'd drop another 70-yard pass and they'd score another touchdown. It seemed like, Miami could never get that momentum back. And, you know, against a team like Middle Tennessee, you, you would think they would be able to do that and kind of impose their own will on them, but they couldn't. That post-game interview with, uh, with Mario was really tough. But, again, you know, he's taking complete blame for it, which sometimes, you know, I mean, you could prepare the kids, but you can't play the game. So sometimes, you know, it warrants, I don't know if that all warrants on, on the shoulders of the, the coaches because I'm sure they prepared them as well as possible. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke did not look anywhere near, even even with a shortage of uh, wide receivers, the offensive line did what they could do. But uh, talk about that on offense because you figured that coming out of the uh, Texas A&M game that they would, you know, have a lot of confidence uh, where they uh, had almost 400 yards against Texas A&M, just didn't put it in the end zone. But you'd think that that week uh, between then and the middle Tennessee State game would be a time where these kids, okay, I'm going to show coach, and it never happened. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, Miami didn't score a touchdown against A&M. But aside from that, you know, they played pretty, they played pretty decently. Like, they out, they out, you know, gained Texas A&M. So you're right, they just couldn't finish. So you think, okay, that's a performance to build on and get better, and they just came out totally flat. Uh, and it really starts with Tyler Van Dyke. You know, I don't want to rag on him too much, but it was a bad game. And he's had a couple bad games in a row. He wasn't sharp against Southern Miss. He wasn't sharp against A&M. And he was even worse on Saturday. You know, his first two passes were interceptions. The second one is returned for a touchdown. And they weren't like, you know, 50-50 balls either. They were They were not good interceptions. So... You know, it kind of starts with him and, you know, to the point where in the third quarter they end up benching him in favor of Jake Garcia, which is something I don't think any of us expected a month ago. Uh, if you would have told us Tyler Van Dyke's going to get benched in the fourth game, or if you told us that Jake Garcia was going to play in the fourth game, we'd assume that it was either a blowout or Tyler Van Dyke got hurt. Um, but, yeah, he just really struggled. The, the offensive line had a rough game. Uh, they couldn't do anything in the running game. I think they only had about 90 rushing yards from the running backs, which is I think the worst mark of the season by a significant amount. Uh, the receivers didn't have a great game. Just 
I mean, Cam Kitchens kind of summed it up. He said after the game, he said everyone was horrible. No one had a good game. It was just a bad showing all around. Uh, Adam Lichtenstein joins us, South Florida Sun Sentinel. And you know what? There's two ways to look at this from a recruiting standpoint. And I'll look at it this way is that if you're a recruit, uh, I wouldn't be angry. I'd be pretty happy that uh, maybe you got an opportunity to come in next year and play at a power five level uh, early on. That's the way I would look at it rather than have to go to an Ohio state or Alabama and be in the pecking order for the next two, three years. Talk about that because I know that you follow recruiting as well. And I'm sure you hear from the kids. Uh, what's the consensus as far as that's concerned? Because you, you know, I mean, they could take the A and M game obviously because it's a sec team on the road in a hostile environment, but that Middle Tennessee State game probably opened some eyes. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had a chance to talk to a lot of recruits in the past couple of days since Saturday's game, but I agree with you. You know, if I'm a recruit, I'm looking like I may, may be able to step on that field and play like if I was able to get eligible in two weeks because, you know, one, some of these players are going to be leaving, obviously, after this year. Um, and it's a chance to for, for Mario Cristobal to pitch and say, you, we clearly need to work better. We, we, need, we need more capable players. We need you to fix this. We need you to right. come in here and take us to that next level. And, you know, depending on the recruit, some recruits really buy into that. And they say, I can get on the field quickly. They need me here. Go where you're needed. Uh, and, and I'll play and, and star here. You know, so yeah. I think, you know, you could definitely turn it into a positive. It's possible. I mean, it's tough. I mean, it's, just a, it's just a tough loss, though. I mean, you really, I mean, Mario's a great recruiter. So if anyone can pitch a bad loss like that, it's him. But it is, it's still a tough loss. And, and the, the kids, do you see that? But, you know, from all the messages I've seen online, just like, you know, the, the players in the class right now, they're all, they all seem like they're still bought in. They still want to come to Miami. No one's, you know, there's been no sudden decommitments over the past couple of days. Yeah, no doubt. And also the very fact that the rest of the season will not get any easier. So now ACC play starts and you could look at it in that way and kind of motivate the kids and say, listen, Okay, those three games are over. They really, on the grand scheme of things, don't mean anything. Uh, we're not playing for a national title, but we are playing for an ACC title. Rallying point, week off, North Carolina at home. Do you expect that these kids will come out with their hair on fire like they should have on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, I would hope so. And you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, I was writing about this on Sunday where as bad of a loss as that was, and it was a really bad one, all their goals are really still in front of them. Yeah, they're not going to make the college football playoff, but I don't think anyone really expected that. They can still win the Coastal. They can still win a conference title. That is still a possibility. It looks less likely now, but it's still out there for them. So, yeah, the bye week comes at a really good time. You know, they give them a chance to kind of catch their breath, take a breather, regroup, refocus. Um, but something they need to do, because I know Jalen Rivers said after the game on Saturday that they did kind of overlook Middle Tennessee. They said, this is a team we should beat. And we'll come in there and we'll, we'll win. And that's not what happened. Yeah. So it's a good example. I mean, again, I, I'm not always privy to, you know, what the coaches are, are telling the players all the time. But if I'm a coach, I'm saying, look, you guys took the first quarter off a little bit. You can't do that. You need to be focused for every single game. You can't take a North Carolina for granted. You can't take, you know, any of these teams in the ACC for granted. You, if you lose to Middle Tennessee, Middle, Middle Tennessee might be the worst FBS team they play this year. Uh, just going off like, <laughs> yeah. where they're ranked. Like, it, like I mean, not including yeah. Bethune Cookman, you know, it's either them or Southern Miss probably. And, you know, you lost yeah. to them and didn't just lose like on a fluky Hail Mary. 
they kind of kicked your butt up and no, down they the took it to you that's, they took it to you yeah that's what adam that's let everybody know how they could follow you on social media and also uh, your stories on on the website yeah well you can uh read everything i write at sunsentinel.com and you can follow me on twitter at ab lichtenstein good stuff adam thanks so much enjoy your birthday we'll talk to you soon thank you see you soon Good stuff. Adam Lichtenstein, South Florida Sun Sentinel, wraps up what has been a really active show. If you're in that hurricane zone, please stay safe. Uh, we're back with you next Monday. Danny, thanks so much. Go to WQAM.com, the top of the page, and you'll see our podcast. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.